Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 116 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that fella over there is Andy, a.k.a. Prescient. Hellfire Gala. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Prescient. Presciented that you'd have said that. <laughs> have you got? Do you, did you have knowledge of things happening <laughs> prior to them occurring? <laughs> That's what that means. It is, yeah. Professor. Ministry of Dice Star- Dictionary Corner. <laughs> take two, ladies and gentlemen. This is take two. Take one lasted two minutes and then went splat. Yeah, the recorder we use crashed. <laughs> so we're starting afresh, but we've already had this bit of conversation already. Because, as I pointed out in take one, uh, we've got actual content. We actual have content. Actual content, yeah. New things, exciting new things to talk about. No Dice Tower reviews this week. Uh uh-uh. uh. New no stuff. Random, no random debt boxes that we found on Amazon to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Christmas special. It was. It was. Oh, it was, was the, lovely. It was the one Christmas before presents. the Christmas special. Yeah. Christmas present. Pres- so Christmas prescient. Christmas prescient. So, and the the prescient joke, let's let the listeners in on that. So, in the last episode, I said, when we start to run out of content, WizKids usually announce something, and I made a prediction that we'd hear something on or around the 24th of January. I, I shot a little long because we did indeed have a new release announcement on the 21st of January. So I'm taking that as a win. 100%. That was DM Armada. Uh, can you still check it out? I'm sure he's probably got it on his YouTube channel for watching again. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's on their channel. Uh, there's actually, I've actually put a link on BritRoller6 uh, right at the top of the article I wrote about the cards. So it's available there, and I'll make sure it's in the show notes as well. But yeah, so I'm taking that as a win. And I said to Andy, I said, well, I must be prescient. And Andy said, what's that mean? And I said, well, it means I'm prophetic. I have knowledge of things. But in actual fact, we knew. We knew the announcement was coming. The marketing folks over at WizKids had told us that they were announcing a new OP kit in January. And so (laughs) we were just sat here wait, dropping little hints that there might be news coming up. And what news? I've not seen the video, but I'm sure... If it comes from Steve, it's going to be fantastic because when the rubber meets the road, (laughs) DMR Marder knows how to deliver. But we'll (laughs) we'll go into more about the content a little, 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 little later on in the episode. Wow, that's a little later, little later on. Little later on. Little little. We are are still waiting, of course, for DMR Marder to demonstrate his British accent. I think we're still on a promise to hear his British accent, aren't we? We are. Yeah. So come on, Steve. We've still not Pull heard your finger out. Yeah. Call blimey, governor. <laughs> Apples and pears, isn't it? <laughs> Get on the dog and bone and give us your English accent. Yeah, so pull your finger out, Steve. But anyway, we'll get into all of that and all our lovely Dice Masters talky talk. But before we do, of course, I'd like to ask, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded, Andy? Oh, well, if you so wish you can check out our youtube channel for the latest dice masters game that me and chris have played it was uh modern constructed that was it wasn't it just straight up modern constructed not too face smacky not too mamby pamby somewhere in the yeah. middle wasn't it yeah just going you know casual cash lightweight fun 
Yeah, I tried out the Atom because I've never tried them before. And I definitely reckon there's something if you can get two Atoms out and enough masks. But I'm, I don't know. I've only like put the first renditions of a team together and only played it once. But there's definitely something there. If you could get two Atoms out and 10 masks, big ask, I know. <laughs> but you could do it all in one hit. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so just before we carry on, so that's the Atom from the Justice Campaign box, which off the top of my head, the subtitle is Professor? The Professor? Professor something. Professor. Professor Peabody. Plum. In the kitchen. With the quantum shrinking ray. So I tried that out. It was good. I think there's something in it. I think it's got a bit of legs. Um, I've not worked out the, uh, the fine tuning of it. Chris beat me. I think it was doing quite well, wasn't it? Um, I got you down to about eight, but then you'd got me down to about eight, and then you managed to big swing in with loads of characters in once and uh, and finish me off. But nonetheless, I think I might have a little tinker with him, maybe not straight away, but certainly in a bit. Uh, there's definitely something in it. I mean, even if you've got five masks, that's ten damage if you've got the two out. It's getting those two four costs out quickly whilst trying to mitigate damage. Like, you want to try and you know get some two costs i don't know it's well it's a thinker someone out there's probably got a better idea than me but i'll have a go i still think there's the the nebula from infinity gauntlet's better space pirate i know you're skeptical but i think um it's five cost isn't it yeah it is a five cost uh she, do, she has the sort of added value of that she does a ping to a character and uh, mass characters you can't judge mass characters by the number printed on the card it just doesn't work that way and if you're looking for masks for your energy field as well, you get an Asker out, classic move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then you never use three, and you can buy up your weenie masks characters. You know, just roll in as energy. Go for the Black Widow or something. You know. Yeah, I think Asker's got to be somewhere in the mix of the team. The Danny Moonstar is the ultimate two cost mask, in my opinion. Yeah. I seem to remember there was something on your team that had me really nervous, but I can't remember. What, I can't remember what it was. Uh-huh. Um, oh, was sorry, I don't. It? What yeah, was it? Was some, uh, Black Widow. You had the Black Widow agent. The oh promo. yeah, yeah. The damage reduction one definitely did help. Well, I mean, when Kryptonite Crisis comes out, of course, you've got the one cost vanilla Harley Quinn mask character. True. Bit of that True. with clay with Clayface Global. But you got Asker and the. Um... Kang, isn't you? That can yes do a bit more. Yeah, there, there's ways and means. It's definitely a fun little puzzle to try out. Yeah, it's a good team. Good. I, I like the Awaken Pingity Ping. It just needs something to tie it together. Yeah, yeah I quite like this. It's very simple, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, something to make it sing, as you would say. I would. Thank you. Like the way you listen. Right, so that that's me really, not anything else at all. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'll jump on there then. So my team was using the Jubilee from the X-Men Forever campaign box, the one that does damage when a bolt character is fielded. Which I'm is super remember. strong. Yeah, uh, Jubilation Lee, is that the right one? I'm now checking because there's two. No, Olympic Gymnast was the one I was using. When Jubilee is active, when you field a Bolt character die, deal one damage to target opponent. Jubilation leaves the one when she attacks with Bolt dies. So uh, it doesn't sound like a lot, doesn't feel like a lot. What a Wong Ping. 
but I set up my team in a way that meant I was just going to sort of have this cas- increasing cascade of bolt characters getting fielded turn after turn after turn. So it starts off slow, but I think at one point I had four or five bolt characters in, ready to go, either being drawn out my bag or waiting in prep to be played. And I doubled her up with the Grell, uh, the one that when it's KO'd lets you draw two dice from your bag, put one in the news part and put one in prep for a bit of ramp and bag management. So it tied together quite well. And the killer blow came when I had three Grells all sat in waiting in my prep area and, and a load of other Jubilees to start doubling and tripling up on Jubilees. Yeah, 100%. I'd, I would say that if you are interested in improving on your bag management or, you know, ramp and churn, that would be a great one to watch. I don't think you can think it's that long uh, because I don't, I'm pretty sure that Chris rarely had to use his bag with the Grails and the, I think we had Villainous Pact and Atlas. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well worth a watch if you are keen to improve on that side of things because. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, you literally, you're just, you're very good. I think you rolled pretty much all your dice most turns. You definitely did it well for when you needed that purchase. Yeah. You got, you got it timed so that it was bought into the, um, the use pile and then strung straight, straight through into the prep area ready for the next turn. It was, um, it was good. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Well, I was looking for, I mean, thank you. It's, it's rare that my bag management is as on point as that. So I'm very happy for, to, for once to be uh, the representation of good bag management. You won't hear you won't hear that sentence that Andy's just said about me very often. But the, I think the thing was, and this is the same of uh, talking about that Black Widow for your team uh, with the Energize, is, is the Grell had double value. I had the Nylor Global in order to KO it and put it in the prep area with a view of refielding it the following turn to do more Jubilee damage. But the fact that it's got a when KO'd effect that helps you manage your bag and ramp a little bit and churn a bit is just the you know the little cherry on top of the, the lovely cake because it meant that I was getting the benefit of a, a fresh bolt character field and the you know the bag management yeah. that comes with it so i have to confess the use of the grell and i've been trying to work with that grell for a long time you know i've been playing with it on teams for well like three years now <laughs> 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 that grell nylor combo i've been pissing about with for god knows how long. slowly slowly catch your monkey <laughs> yeah so yeah that was good uh on the non-dice masters front yeah nothing nothing at all going on on this side I've not really? had a table, not had a tabletop game out at all in the last two weeks. What have you been up to? Well, what I have been up to, and a, a bit a shout out to Dana, who who noticed. Thanks, Dana. I was I was so pleased somebody actually noticed. Is I've gone through the YouTube channel and updated all of our thumbnails from the last twelve months, and they look good. Yeah, I just kind of got into a bit of a rhythm, and so I've been filling my evenings with. Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, plus, the kids have got their uh, dance recitals coming up, and Penny's got some exams on the horizon and stuff. So it's been more focused on on hectic real life. Yes, getting in the way of our nerd life. So we've not played much tabletop games, uh, but I have been still productive, and I've updated all the thumbnails on the YouTube channel. One of my one had to work from home today. And is working at home for the rest of the week. I, was like, I thought we were, we're through that. We're past that. I didn't think Why COVID was a, a, a problem anymore. 
Oh, uh, COVID is absolutely a problem. It's just that, uh, you know, we're not reporting our numbers anymore, so it looks better. Oh, yeah, no, she's got sent that, the better. letter saying that she had to do our Zoom calls from home today, and then it will be for the rest of the week. And I was like, what? Who's that, your wife or the little one? The little one. Right? Yeah, because too many cases in the class. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the, the teacher's down and kids are going down left, right and centre. Yep, yep. Don't believe everything you read, folks. <laughs> in the real world, it's still a very real thing. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to go back to the office soon. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Crikey, you've been at home for ages as well. Yeah, yeah, I've found a, quite a nice rhythm with it as well. But there you go. So, yeah, nothing on the non-Dice Masters front. All very quiet on the tabletop side of things i nearly bought a game and then decided against it oh you did you were <laughs> it messaged you about it i like the look of it but i have to remember that literally have no one to play with so there's no point in buying it i really want to get that harry that the game is the harry potter uh is it card battle game battle card game yeah you're looking at the two-player version aren't you well to be fair i'm looking at that big box because it looks nice and it's a really good price on Amazon. I think it's like 30-odd quid, whereas the smaller one's like 20-odd quid. So it's like an extra tenner. Well, but, um, it's a good price for sure. Yeah, no one's going to play it with me. We watched all the Harry Potters not that long ago. And I'm reading them again now. So I'm, I'm all Harry Pottered up. And I was like, yeah, let's buy that. And I was like, it's going to sit on top of my Aliens deck Legendary builder game <laughs> that I still haven't even unwrapped the cards. So let's maybe not buy that. <laughs> oh dear oh dear well then we need this covid thing to be over and done with then so you can get back to our little gaming group yeah yeah you used to hang out with get your d-day dice out again and you you play a bit of warhammer was it necromunda you were playing with them god it seems like a lifetime oh, ago god, it was ages ago that. we did a bit of warhammer they i, I keep in touch that they've got very much into malifaux since they, oh, they yeah. still meet up occasionally i've haven't because now okay. my social skills consist of me speaking to this microphone once a week <laughs> <laughs> and that's it so um but yeah i should, should 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 try that thing where you talk to people that you don't know and <laughs> enjoy company outside of the house i don't I'm, know what, I'm in, what's that all about i'm in no position to talk i've not been down to a local game store for I went in to pick up a, some orders around Christmas time and I bought some gaming gifts for my brother and whatnot. Uh, and that's it. Not I've not been down for a game night in forever. Yeah, Super it's going to be an effort to get things back up and running again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've still been lurking around on their Facebook posts and stuff. They've got things going on. They've always been very, uh, like, Blood Bowl and Necromunda. You know, your kind of smaller miniature games. So... They've got it going on. I loved Blood Bowl. It's one of my first things I bought, like gaming oh. related. Well, this is the, this this new edition. I say new edition. It's been out for years now, but uh, yeah, it had a polystyrene like pitch, mm. grey pitch. It was amazing. Yeah. It's one of the uh, most exciting things like a twelve, thirteen year old Andy could have put his hands on, and um, completely butchered painting the miniatures. But yeah, fun times. And look how far you've come now with your miniature painting. Oh, yeah. I don't do it anymore. I'm looking over I, at my well, cabinet. I keep, t- I keep telling you, man, you need to 
Everybody message Andy and tell him, as I've been doing, he needs to get his paints back out. I want to see some I want to see some of that Andy magic. They're all a bit dry and crusty. You should grab some of those photos that you showed me, Space Wolves. We'll put them up on the Discord or something, because he, he won't tell you, folks, but this this lad is a talented little model painter. Yeah. He's got some skills, bro. Armies on Parade winner 2008 years ago. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Dice anyway, Masters. Dice Masters. So, uh, okay, well, there's the update. Let's tell the listeners what we've got coming up in the episode then, shall we? Yes, we should definitely do that, Christopher. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll bounce it first into a community focus. Quick event reminder, a date for the diary, um, although not a lot of details as of yet, but a date for the diary for UK players to keep in mind and then uh, release date information. Ooh. Ooh. Then we are going to roll into talking about the organised play kit that we've light touch discussed prior to this point. Have a little bit of a chat about the cards, what's going on there, some thoughts about the artwork, the game texts, what they mean for the game, and wherever our, wherever it takes us, really. And then tight lip because I want to talk about it now. Yeah, well, hold on for the segment. Got to keep, got to keep some structure in it. In it. In it. Because we're all we're we're all about the structure on the ministry. Twit, twit like a twigger. Absolutely, uh, and then just a, a little bit of a fun quiz at the back end with a twist this week. I say with a twist. I'm quizzing Andy. So uh, mm-hmm. with all that said and done, that should be a pretty full episode, I imagine. Especially now we've just chunnered on for twenty odd minutes. Indeed, a bit of chunnering. Mm. So should we crack on? Whoops. <gasps> oh. One thing we've not talked about, <laughs> talking of channeling on, and that little... <laughs> There's only a bloody episode of uh, Rolling Thunder, wasn't there? <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Fix. <laughs> yes, Arj and Lucan, we're back with their Hall of Fame result. Go check it out, uh, and a big... Shout out and a hello to the, our favourite Dice Masters fathers and son combo. Don't check it out because I'm not in the Hall of Fame. Oh, jeez. And right. three years ago when we started that kind of effort and... <laughs> but they, but they, said, the they said very clearly, retired or semi-retired, and that they were going to keep an eye on your playing over yeah. that year-long period. And you have... Three years since we'd started, by the, maybe two years. I'm not. Since, since we started what? They started their Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. Because it was like... Well, you've not retired. You're not a retired player. I am. We we put... Uh, out of the 52 weeks last year, we put a gameplay video out, maybe 48 of them. <laughs> 47 weeks. That's not retired. <laughs> Professional footballers <laughs> retire and they still play Sunday League. <laughs> It's like my saying, equivalent. Are you saying games for me is like Sunday League? <laughs> yeah. Right. Moving on to the next segment. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back, folks. And here is the news. And a few bits and bobs to put out there in our community focus this episode. The first is just, once again, a quick reiteration to remind people that the 
DM North two-team takedown. The return is kicking off in February. Just like a registration closes like a week and a half from the point at which we're recording right now. This is due to start on Monday, February the 7th. They're looking for teams to be submitted. I can't remember when, when they said like the... Friday before, so the 4th, I think it was. Do check out their website for more information. Yeah, go, yeah. there'll be a link in the description below. So head on over to dm-north.com. Uh, the two-team date down link is there on the homepage in the in the sidebar. It's got all the info you need to know about team building, when to register by, the dates it's actually happening, because I've just had a brain fart on, on a hot mic. And yeah, Well, we so- could just make it up, can't we? Registration's going to be on uh, February the 4th. Get your teams in by then. Uh, and first <laughs> first games will be from February the 7th onwards. Please message Jordo at his work email should you wish to discuss this further at Jordo uh, at jordoswork.com. <laughs> the four the four team takedown you need to prepare four teams <laughs> <laughs> 10 cards on each team uh, 10 character cards four basic action cards 40 dice and a partridge in a pear tree <laughs> so uh yeah two team takedown everybody don't forget if you want to get involved the clock is ticking uh registration is creeping up Further to that, on the subject of events, uh, this one is for UK-based players, a date for the diary. We are on once again for the summer MODPDM to be taking place at the UK Games Expo this year. Our event will be happening on the Saturday, um, which is the 4th of June, Saturday the 4th of June. But the UK Games Expo is taking place over that whole weekend, the 3rd, Friday the 3rd through to Sunday the 5th. We'll get details out soon. We're waiting for UK Games Expo to start updating the website and whatnot, but we're putting word out early because... Uh, and you know some people travel they they try and book, organize places to stay over the whole weekend and so on and so forth so we're just getting the word out nice and handy but we're we're on once again MODPDM on Saturday the 4th of June at the UK Games Expo live face to face bring your, yeah, bring well, your hand sanitizer all all things going to plan yeah all things going to plan but yeah that's uh, we, we are uh, really excited and once again yes very Honoured to have been invited by the UK Games Expo. Very much so. Yeah, because uh, there's quite a quite a Dice Masters legacy at that event. Keep an eye out for prizing. I reckon it could be good. Yeah, I'm working on some stuff, and we have some endorsement, sponsorship support, but I can say no more Shh. at this point. But yeah, there you go. There's the UK Games Expo. And yes, finally, onto the big news, because we've buried the lead here. I'm sure if you haven't heard already, I'm sure most of you will have heard, but if you haven't heard already, the North American Dark Phoenix Saga release date has been announced and it is Wednesday, the 16th of February. Woo! Blinking Eck, yes. how exciting. That is very exciting, absolutely. We're still uh, waiting for word on the European release date. From what I understand, it's this is all down to Asmodee. That's the challenge here. Oh, well, because they're really good at replying to emails, so we should just ask them. We should hear back by tomorrow. Yes, yeah, they're... They're, <laughs> they're hot <laughs> on good. their response to customer service, old Asmodee, <laughs> aren't they? She didn't yeah, really yeah. slate them, but they won't listen, so it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't really matter at all, yeah. Um, but we, we believe, we're led to believe, that the European release date shouldn't be too far behind the North American release date. However, we've been told things before that haven't transpired, and so take that 
with a pinch of salt. Absolutely. Watch this space. Yep. Well, don't worry, guys. In the UK and on the mainland, as soon as we know, you'll know we've got our people are on it. They are. Our dedicated bank of hardworking investigators are, you know, they're on the phones, they're searching the dark web, they're hustling, they're bribing. They're in street corners with Max on long Max and Trilby hats following yeah. around um, executives of Asthma Day. Not even Asthma. executives, just people who are like working the warehouse. Just, yeah, yeah, just, just waiting for a little snippet of information. <laughs> Holding their family and children hostage, looking for that information. Well, I'm, I'm expecting my pre order quite soon because I, I pre ordered direct from WizKids. Uh, so I could do. As a as a little side note, actually, life hack for uh, folks uh, outside of North America: if you make a, a pre order on the WizKids site when they're having one of these free shipping deals, it knocks the price off for international shipping as well as domestic. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure they'd want me. <laughs> <laughs> or if that's not a glitch with their computer systems. <laughs> well, okay well maybe i've just dug myself a hole there but um yeah you can you can pre-order from WizKids on when they do these free shipping specials or whatever and uh free shipping means free shipping wherever you are so just saying just uh, i have to say this light fitting that you have got <laughs> i've not seen anything like it well, see, so you've just brought that up now, but I'll have probably cut out the whole thing with the light. <laughs> so, so you've just made the most random statement as far as the audience are concerned. <laughs> and we've got so much content to go in the after credits bit. that <laughs> We might just have an episode of after credits stuff. This is mental. What is that? I I need to, we'll discuss it further after we finish the uh, uh, This Is The News segment. Uh, the community focus. Oh, remember we—that was when we actually were trying to focus on communities when we first went for that name. Um, uh, yeah, we were trying to let people know about playgroups, weren't we? Um, yeah. Out and about, yeah. That fell on its ass. Well, you know what, folks? We, we've said it before. We'll say it again. If you do have a local playgroup and you are looking for a shout out or a mention, or just want an upcoming date mentioning to see if you can catch the ear of another player that might not know you've got something going on then get in touch if you go over to britroller6.com there's a contact us button at the bottom of the page that'll send us both an email and providing the the dates line up with when we've got an episode we'll we'll, we'll absolutely mention it for you on the off chance it ends up getting you another player or two so yeah yeah and if you have a birthday coming up and you want us to say happy birthday you can do that as well yeah maybe you've got an issue or a challenge that you're facing and would like advice or recommendations from us as to how to Address that challenge. Oh, we've not done an agony aunt segment for an <laughs> age. Do you have any Dice Masters problems? Do you have any personal problems? Do you have any sexual problems? We are here for you. Get in touch. We can talk about it live to our 4,000 listeners. So very exciting news for those in North America and hopefully exciting news for those of us on the other side of the ocean um, shortly afterwards uh, i have an inkling and, it won't be long that's yeah, my inkling and, my feeling oh yeah you're making a prediction this week are you you're, you're demonstrating your prescience that's my prescient this <laughs> right well while we're on the subject of that felix i guess we move on to the other bit of news the op kit yeah let's do that let's, let's do it now 
No, not yet. Oh, I thought I got away with that. Let's. I'll, I'll do it now. Yes. So, folks, welcome back. And in addition to the North American Street date for the Dark Phoenix Saga of the 16th of February, there was also an organized play kit, a Dark Phoenix Saga organized play kit announced with a street date of the 23rd of February. Oof. Which is really exciting news. If, if for no other reason, there's just more new cards. And not, this... not, not any old cards, though. No, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, so, as Andy mentioned in the intro, it was done on stream by DM Armada over on his YouTube channel. He was joined by our friend Jimmy, the WizKids Dice Masters product manager, and they walked through the cards. A whopping 14 promos in this organized play kit. That's a shed load, isn't it? That's a, yeah, that's a lot of cards. And there's a lot to say and a lot to discuss about them. I have already put a video out on one particular card from the set, but we'll retread some of the ground here now. But there's a lot to say about the cards. Uh, I suppose the first thing really is the fact that it's an organized play kit, which has generated a mixed reaction across the community, I think. Why? Well, I think a couple of reasons. Certainly internationally, so anyone outside of North America, we've not seen the greatest track record in promos and organized play kits and you know event cards making their way. I mean, I can certainly talk from the UK perspective, but I believe it's true of like mainland Europe, Australia, etc. Um, so there's a bit of tentative skepticism about whether we'll ever actually see these outside of the borders of North America. There's also been some reports out on social media. Some folks have been posting saying that they've been and had a word with their local gaming store and the local gaming store's like, huh, what? Dice Masters? OP kit, huh? You know, and just generally getting a bit of a kind of confused <laughs> negative response from the retailer, which doesn't bode well. Yeah, um, but these, these have just been spoiled. Yes, but they've not been, I think it's more about the fact of you know, can we? You need to. WizKids are quite strict about running an organized play event in order to award these cards. The purpose of their existence is to encourage in store drafting. But if the store's already kind of a little bit on the offs with doing that in the first place, then the investment in the OP kit is something they're not going to be particularly interested in. Do you reckon there will be more like that now? Because the last OP kit they just put on for um, for sale on their website. Yeah, there was some suggestion by Jimmy that they would look at other channels of getting the cards out there, but at this very moment in time, they are to be ordered through uh, friendly local gaming stores for distribution at in-store organised events. And if your store has dried up on the Dice Masters front, there's not a great deal of interest at present in in in-store organised play events. I can kind of see why the retailer might say, well, why would I invest my 25 bucks in getting this organized play kit when it's only going to generate me, you know, if they've got a table fee or something, it's only going to generate me $8 in table fees or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think that there's uh, my, my view on this is the same as it's always been. I know we've spoken about this before is that we've, We've we've got to do a bit of hustle about that. We've we've got to be persistent and tenacious about it. We have to keep pointing out to stores. I mean, just walking into a store cold that you've not been in for two years and saying, "Oh, can you order me this organized play kit?" is inevitably going to get a bit of a colder response than if you go in, play a few games, just go and meet a mate, just two of you, 
rent a table for an afternoon. You know what I mean? You've got to do some. There's got to be a bit of quid pro quo for the store in it, hasn't there? Yeah. Just give them just give them the twenty five quid. Well, that's the thing. I don't. I think the stores are told by the distributors that they're not to do that. I mean, whatever private arrangements you do or don't make that aren't public. But WizKids have assured us, and you know, we, we speak to Jimmy all the time, that they are going to be taking steps to try and support and improve the retailer experience around organised play with Dice Masters. So watch this space, hopefully, for more news and information about what that looks and feels like. Yeah, uh, and a good way of doing it is to get some banger cards out to draw people out yes well let's talk about those cards then shall we let's move away from the uh, that dirgy bit and talk about the cards so uh, 14 cards in total only two of them are new cards the remainder are well i say two of them because there's one card with two art options so three of the 14 are new cards and Mm. the rest are alt art cards for existing characters or basic actions from the dark phoenix saga set and they're all in a brand new kind of alt art i don't know what you call it methodology from whiskey's side that they've called the broken frame artwork which is if you go and take a look at them you'll see is indicating that it's not following the kind of traditional framed dice masters card look and feel they are awesome looking yeah you're a big fan aren't you yeah i love it I love it. Something's fresh, it's new, it's different. I like some more than others, but then, I mean, they're all so different. So that, that you know, personal preference is going to come into play. But the fact that they have tried something so new, so cool, so different, I am dead impressed. Well, uh, it's interesting you should say that, actually, because one of the reasons I'm a big fan of these cards is because they're kind of a meeting of, I don't know how to articulate this, if you're a comic book fan who's been reading and collecting Marvel comic books for like the last 30 or 40 years or so, as someone not too far away from a microphone right now has been doing, they acknowledge a legacy of Marvel, like a Marvel style and design methodology, and they've just brought it into Dice Masters. So there's actually a lot of nostalgia attached to them. But then equally, a couple of the cards are really acknowledging of some very recent stuff that's been going on in Marvel Comics as well. So even though it feels very new and fresh for us, if you're a Dice Masters player and you're not kind of familiar with the wider Marvel Comics thing, they're actually like really on-button acknowledgements of a lot of kind of Marvel Comics. I don't know what the word is. Style? Design? Style, design, ethos, you know, things that have been going on, I mean, for years now. I mean, would you like an example? I would love an example. So if you take, like, uh, Powerbolt and Focus and the Magneto cards that are in there, these are all pieces of artwork by a guy called Joe Jusco. And Joe Jusco is super famous for Marvel comic fans because he does painted artwork and he only ever painted the marvel uh, masterworks trading card set in the 90s uh, in fact i wish i'd kept my marvel masterworks uh, marvel masterpieces sorry uh, cards from back in the 90s because they go for a fortune now with collectors 11 year old chris just battered them and then ended, ended them up throwing them away but they're worth a fortune and so they're all from this really classic very famous for marvel comics fans 
painted artwork from the Fleer and Skybox Marvel Masterpieces trading card sets. So it just really acknowledges something very sort of nostalgic and resonant for a Marvel Comics fan. That's very cool. That is very cool. But what they've also recently done, maybe last year, is that they they took some of his most famous painted pieces of work from these trading card sets and did them as variant covers on some comic book issues. I feel like it was last year. It might have even been the year before. I say this all the time. Like The last two years, two yeah. and a half years, are all a bit blurry. So at some time in 2019, 2020, or 2021, they used them as <laughs> they used them as variant covers. So not only is it this kind of nostalgic sort of tone to them that for someone like me is going, oh man, check out that Joe Jusco artwork. It's brilliant. What a great choice. They are also it's also very new and very modern because they recently appeared as variant covers on various titles. So like his Green Goblin, there's a Green Goblin painted piece of artwork that was a trading card that that is really well known like spider-man fans you, you know what i mean it's really well known. yeah so uh, i get for some looking at these who have ever, only ever known dice masters it's like whoa that's a bit what's going on there and, uh, and as you say you, you either lean into the fact that it's bold and new and quite brash or you lean away you, you know you lean into or lean out of under, underneath it all, there's actually a mind at work. There's a there's an intent because they're they're acknowledging this uh, this kind of Marvel Comics legacy around the '90s trading card kind of theme. That's I, I think that's cool. I love it. Like I think it's very very cool. And I'm someone who doesn't like change. No, you do I, not. <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on them. But I just like this a little bit. It's like that power belt. How his um, what's his? Is he? He's, he's not Uni Beam, is he? He's just. I yeah, beam. well, his eye beam thing, yeah. How it kind of goes over the the words and how they've then stylized so the P is normal, and then you can see it's been like covered by the lasers. Uh, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, well, I think uh, so. The concern really with the artwork, other than the fact that it's quite in your face, it's not so much the artwork. I suppose it's about the design choices around purchase cost, game texts, energy symbols. It's it's that I think that is also. Freaking a few people out. It's on there, though, isn't it? Well, it is. And, I mean, my view is very much that it, it's a, it's an old art card. Like you say, whether, whether it's a matter of taste and you go, nah, it's not for me because it just it just isn't for you. Yeah. It's not damaging, Ooh. is it? It's not. We've got old arts with no text at all. So oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> if we've got old arts with no text at all, then surely it doesn't really matter if the text is put in a different format to how you've been used to it for the past eight years. Yeah, just uh, well, I suppose it's more of a concern with with the two that are new game texts, isn't it? Largely speaking. Ah, oh, yeah, but let's talk about the Hellfire Gala. Okay, let's talk about the Hellfire let's Gala. Let's talk so this... about the Hellfire Gala. But before you go into like what it says, yeah, it's like the front cover of a magazine. Well, they are. Well, ag- it's once cool. Again, well, once again, <laughs> it's so cool. These are so that artwork is by a guy called David Nakayama, who is once again a, a very well known variant cover art guy for Marvel Comics collectors. And these particular issues, which were only which only came out again maybe a year or two ago, they they fetch like that with Captain Britain. If you find one of them in a you know just hanging around somewhere and it's in good uh. nick, you'll get sixty quid for the original issue of that. So, and he did a whole range of alternatives. So there was a crossover event 
in the X titles called the Hellfire Gala, uh, which is also an acknowledgement of a legacy thing because the Hellfire Club, the original villainous Hellfire Club, used to do a Hellfire Gala in New York at their clubhouse, um, like a big ball. Yeah. And the Hellfire Gala then had each each title in the X-Men comics had a an issue that was telling a part of this story, this wider story of, of the events that took place at the Hellfire Gala. And the alternate the alternate variant covers, that Captain Britain was on Excalibur, that Jean Grey was on the X-Men, there was an Emma Frost on the front of Marauders, there was a Storm on the front of uh, whatever it was, um, there was a Magic. You know, there was six yeah. different six different covers, and they were intentionally designed to because there was a whole thing about their marketing campaign was all about the red carpet and the outfits people were wearing to the gala and stuff. So, in the lead up to the crossover event, Marvel were doing adverts that were red carpet events and fashion like parodies, and yeah. so they they're supposed to look like that. That's what they're supposed to look like. And they look cool. I like it. I like it. I, I love these. I think they're my favourite. Oh, the Captain Britain one's my favourite. This looks like the front cover of like a, I don't know, a ladies' magazine, ladies' fashion magazine that I don't know the name of. Um, oh, be quiet. You read ladies' fashion magazines all the time. It's a bit of a Cosmo vibe. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's cool. And then like the little art, instead of it being little articles, it's got the um, the game text and the purchase cost. Why, why would no one like that? I slap you in the face if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah it's really good let's talk about that game text though because this yeah. is the, the hot news so mm. when jimmy came on our podcast uh he, he's been on twice in recent months uh and i think he mentioned this in both instances actually he talked about the idea that whiz kids were exploring alternative win conditions the ways in which you could win the game that didn't involve just reducing your opponent's life to zero before they reduced yours that there'd be uh combinations of things to do or um, you know criteria to meet that would allow you to win. In fact, he mentioned a Fantastic Four one that they're playing around with that involves getting your Fantastic Four team together somehow. He didn't give any more details than that, but that's coming up in the Fantastic Four versus Galactus. And the Hellfire Gala here is the first example in Dice Masters of an alternative win condition. So, shall I read the game text out? Do it, do it, do it. Okay, so it's a six-cost basic action, and the game text says, roll two dice from your bag. Each player fields three psychic dice from their used pile. If there are 16 or more dice in the field zone, win the game. Boom. So between you and your opponent's character total, well, not just character total, it says dice in the field zone, so your continuous actions would count here too. The total field zone count, is if it's 16 plus, then you win. Hmm. Oh, there's there's a few things that run through my head when uh, I look at the game text. Uh, first one is that this is going to be a great one to slap on uh, for new players because you know when you you first pick up the gameplay, a few games of it, you prop a wall up so you know that they'll they'll reach for it and bang, yeah, game one, and then you think, oh, do I need all my my eight sidekicks out in the field and yeah do i, do I need should, to should I buy it your... before they do or something yeah it's basic action as well so it's not kind of restricted to uh, you know if you put it on your team then your opponent can do it as well so you can't kind of just start stacking dice up because your opponent's just going to grab it and go boom i beat you um six cost right so it's a six cost you're not going to want to stretch for it early there's no point Although, admittedly, stretching for it early and then having it constantly churning through your bag, 
<laughs> repeatedly yeah. Yeah. just as that threat especially like that i was just thinking that dragons team i, I had where you know you, you you get yeah your half dragon your silver dragon then you want to get your blue dragon and your green dragon and your red yeah. dragon like if someone's got this on you i'll be like uh any kind of like wombo combo eight card like eight dice combo e teams you're gonna be like oh no <laughs> um because like you get your eight dice out that you need for your combo your opponent just chucks all his sidekicks out and um <laughs> and, and jobs are good and so it's, yeah it's exciting i can't wait to get my hands on it to try it out to see you know when's best to buy it if it's actually a viable win con or if it's you know just a bit of fun you know will we see but, this either on, way we'll take it Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. But like, will we see it in like when we have like competitive tournaments again? Will, will that will there be that one person who slaps it on there and goes goes like, you know, come at me, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> Here's me. Um, what's there? One where you feel your sidekicks, like three sidekicks. Uh, instant war, instant war, hellfire gala. There's your. There's there's six sidekicks straight away. So if you've got two dice each turn, you could go instant war. Hellfire Gala, potentially, if, you, if there's not sidekicks out, there's six sidekicks being whacked in there if you time it right. Game over. You know, is it, you know, is there something in it or, or is it more of a, you know, just a bit of fun? Like, it's cool. I can't visualise it. You're a bit better at visualising it, like how it yeah. kind of pans out than, than I can. I mean, this is this is the card. I, I, I don't think it would surprise anyone to know. This is the card that I already, uh, like literally the day after, uh, it had been revealed. I put the video out. So as I said, I shared quite a few ideas and, and said a bit of a piece on this one. But yeah, there's lots of options. Uh, I think that's the underneath it all, rather than setting me off chundering off about all the different combos I can think of, the bottom line is it's a card you can brew around and you can brew different ways around it. That's the long and the short of it, isn't it? Like Andy's just churned off, what, four different ideas as to how he could use it? Yeah. I'd love to do a format where both players have to bring a Hellfire Gala as one of their basic actions. You oh. know, like it's mandatory, a Hellfire Gala. I like that idea. The Hellfire, you know, coming to the Hellfire Gala. I mentioned on the video, actually, as well, that's a really themey game text. Super themey, because the whole idea of the Hellfire Gala was about making this party a success. And they they invited enemies and villains to come to the gala too in an effort to influence them you know and to shore up support and stuff so it's a really themey game text as well yeah the hellfire gala format folks i think there's something in that so yeah it is cool absolutely absolutely uh so there's hellfire gala done in the interest of time we'll keep cracking on um so something else particularly notable about the kit was that the two character cards that are featured in it have all art promos for all four rarities of the cards. Yeah. Uh, and these are Magneto and Kitty Pride, which super rare promos that you can win at your local store, I think is something of note. I never thought about that. Yeah, of course. So, so is it, um, it's going to be what uncommon, common, rare and super rare versions from Dark Phoenix. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I just didn't get past the, um, the artwork. No, no, absolutely. But also, well, fair enough. I mean, the artwork, the, I mean, the Mag- Magneto, as I mentioned before, is Joe Dusko. But again, just to be that guy, that hyper nerdy guy, the Kitty Pride artwork there, that's from a issue of Marauders, an early issue of the Marauders. Uh, and it's by a guy called Jung, 
Young Hook Lee, I think. G Young Lee. <laughs> Not asking me. Did she have a dragon? Uh, she did that. Uh, the dragon's called Lockheed. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a space dragon. He's been he's been with Kitty Pride since the early days. Chris Claremont brought Lockheed into the story. I, I really like the, the Kitty Pride artwork. I have to admit, not a huge fan of the Magneto one. Yeah, I mean that takes nineties retro just a little bit too far, doesn't it? It is very nineties <laughs> stylized, but um, yeah. the it looks. I mean, the trading card it, it is almost the exact replica of the the trading card. Is it? Is. Yeah, I was about to say that they've drawn inspiration from, but it's not that, is it? They've just basically <laughs> slapped just, the game text on the on the meat cleaver at the on front. On the meat cleaver at the front, yeah. yeah, and then chucked Magneto at the top. It's cool. I mean, I like it. It's my least favourite, I think I would word it, as opposed to uh, I don't like it. Um, yeah. Well, artwork aside, though, I think these two characters are interesting choices because they're both characters that you can brew around in set. You know, so Magneto's got all his Brotherhood of Evil Mutant stuff going on in his game text and things. Um, yeah. So you can you can use that as a cornerstone of of a Brotherhood team. So if you were to win it, whatever rarity, you could go, oh, right, I can do something with this. I can, you know, I've got a few Brotherhood villains from the draft I've just done, and now I've got a Magneto to pad it out. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's the same with the Kitty Pride because she's got, you know, a Wild Wolverine game text or the one that gives, I think it's the Super Rare that gives all the other X-Men characters a stat bump and stuff you know so again you know, if you win it in the draft you've got cards then the, do you know what i mean so i think they're interesting choices because they're that you can brew around them but they're not you're not winning you know a lelandra that means you're going to dominate your local store for, yeah. <laughs> for the next Forever three months more. or whatever yeah so i think they're great choices in terms of characters because they, they just slot in well with you know the card you just won slots in well with the draft experience and the cards you've just acquired through the draft for then making constructed teams. Yeah, and, and theme it towards either an X-Men team or a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants team. Yes, absolutely. So I think they're interesting and notable choices in that respect. I like it. What's the other one that's um, a new card? Is it the... Yeah, well, this this is a bit... Uh, not complicated, but... Uh, so it's Mutant Armour, and the game text on there is the same as a, another basic action that's in the Dark Phoenix Saga set, but with a different name. So the basic action that carries the game text is called Organic Steel. So you've you've got two the same game text on two differently titled cards. And Jimmy did actually pass comment on the stream saying, we don't think it's so overpowered that... I mean, if somebody wanted to, they could have both these on there, but in their basic yeah. action slots, and it wouldn't imbalance the game so even though it is a new card technically it's not because it's a reprint of a game text from another basic action cool and the text is for for you guys out there it's continuous prevent up to two damage to target character die and move this die to your use pile if you have an active x-men are you reading it off the card yeah uh, it, so if, if you go to my blog post on BritRoller6.com... scroll down, X-Men character die, also gain one life. <laughs> done the hard work for us. I just scrolled down slightly. This is like another beautiful card. Yeah, well, this is um, uh, this is Young Hyuk Lee again. That's X-Men issue two from the current volume. And the, again, this is a notable cover. It's no accident that they've chosen this artwork because Marvel did a big campaign recently in celebration of Americans of Asian and South Pacific descent. 
And so they did a whole big range of uh, variant covers focusing on characters from the Far East, India, etc., etc. What uh, character so was, is it? Uh, that's Armour. She's called Armour. Does she, does she turn into that kind of juggernauty thing that's she does her? do you know what it's funny i've been hearing I, i've been cringing because i've been hearing loads of people all over the place going who is that who is that an armor has been an x-man character for decades now <laughs> she's been again i suppose as a comic book fan for me it's quite but she's she doesn't have an mcu equivalent does she so no she's not in any of the movies therefore she's not actually an x-man she's not in the 90s cartoon either <laughs> Yeah, I think she did feature in one episode, maybe. Or maybe not, actually. But, yeah, she's been around. She So she's um, quite matey with Wolverine, actually. Is she? Mate, I'm yeah, still trying she... to get over, like, Bishop and um, Cable. Like, they're all quite new to me. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I can't help you there, then. But like so, yeah. So anyway, I love it. The, the one th- the thing I really like and what I've not had for ages um, is learning about like new characters from Dice Masters cards. Because when the sets were first coming out, I was like, Ooh, like who's that? And just learning a bit more. So that's very cool. And oh, the artwork though is so cool. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's quite. I'm going to butcher. It's probably not, but like it's quite mangery. Yeah, well, he's South Korean. The guy who uh, the guy who drew it. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely drawing on that East Asian influence for sure. The the three is is should be central. (laughs) 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 It's such a symmetric, such a symmetrical card, isn't it? Like like the pose is so symmetrical that like for a long time I didn't see that three, and now I can't not see it. Yeah, just over the shoulder there. Um, so there's mutant armor again. We're, we're going to end up running long, so uh, I'll I'll move us forward. There's fo- there's the focus basic action. This is a reprint of the focus that was in Infinity Gauntlet. Um, again, Joe Jusco trading card artwork from the Marvel Masterpiece series, and then finally a reprint, an all art version of the Explosion basic action, which is from the Dark Phoenix Saga set as well. That's very Arkham Horror looking. Yeah, well, so that's um, that's Mastermind and Celine there from a comic book called X Core. I think that may have been the fourth or fifth issue there. How bizarre yeah. that they they had like basic action dice behind them in the car. Yeah, the car, getting out of that lift. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that artwork. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, what one disappointment I have is that they've not foiled them because I think that explosion particularly would look great as a foiled card. Well, you never know. Well, sure. We know that Jimmy is an avid listener and he will t- be taking notes, I am sure, <laughs> as we speak. Absolutely, yeah. Foil and explosion. Uh, uh, sorry, Powerbolt and explosion in foil would have just been... Uh, I mean, my mind would have been blown even further than it had been. Cool. Well, there we go, folks. Brand new... Exciting, super cool looking, different promo cards. We're not sure when. We're not sure how. But what we do know is that they're coming. On the 23rd of February. (laughs) 23rd of February through your local gaming store. (laughs) Year to be decided. (laughs) 2022. So they're coming somewhere, somehow, (laughs) and some when. You can ask your local gaming store to order them for the distributor on the from the twenty third of February. Twenty third of February. 
<laughs> oh dear. Right. So we are sure. We know everything. They're coming. Oh. <laughs> and let's on that wrap note. it up. Let's wrap it up and move on. If a final thing, as Chris mentioned, if you aren't sure what we're talking about, then please do check out DM Armada's YouTube channel. I'll big him up first because they were there first because he yes. spoiled them with Jimmy. Um, do check him out. He is a lovely man. Uh, and God, can he talk? Uh, so check out that video, see what they're all about. But then do not forget to go to brickroller6.com forward slash new dash dark dash phoenix dash saga dash op dash kit, or just go to the main website and click on the link and you can see all of them as well there. And they are a sight to behold. Very excited that we've got new stuff coming out. Very excited that they've put the effort in to make some beautiful OP cards. And um, I can't wait to bribe my local game store for a set very, very shortly. Absolutely. Right. On to the next segment then. Right. Okay then. Well, welcome back then, folks. And as I mentioned in the intro, this is Q Branch time. But it's not Andy's Q Branch because I've prepared a quiz for Andy. For me? For you, yes. And this is a return. Uh, regular listeners will be familiar with this format. This will be a return of the Ministry of Dice's Who Am I quiz. Who am I? <laughs> I expected more of a uh, an excited response than that. Okay, go again. And this is the return of the Ministry of Dice's Who Am I quiz. Yay. Thank you very much. Quick reminder for those who aren't aware, I have a list of, well, I've got six. The plan is five, but if Andy gets one real quick, then I'll use the sixth one. I have five cards, and I have written five clues per card. Uh, I will read the clues one at a time, and Andy then makes an attempt at guessing who the card is I am referring to with these clues. However, for every clue he needs, his potential score goes down by one. So there's five points up for grabs for every card name, but if he needs all five clues, he'll only score one point. Are you looking for character and subtitle? No, character and set, because... Character and set? Because Andy told me about how excited he was over the Dark Phoenix Saga OP kit artwork. And so I thought, hmm, let's test how much attention Andy actually pays to Dice Master's card artwork. Oh. (laughs) So all the clues are in relation to the image on the cards let's do this let's do this i'll encourage you folks to play along at home as well and uh, you know head on over to our discord or post a comment on our facebook page let us know what score you get pair it up to andy's so it's five points up for grabs but for every clue it takes you to guess it you subtract a point so here we go so number one who am i there are a number of buildings depicted in my card art giant man no. Okay. Next clue. In the foreground, there is a man in a blue hat. What? <laughs> we might as well make a guess, because you're only going to drop down a point if you don't get it. Blue hat. All right. Um, so you've got buildings in the fr- at the back. Someone in the foreground, so it's probably a bit of a panned out shot. Let's go for... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Would you like the next clue? Uh, Thor. Nope. Right. It's a sunny day. There's a beautiful blue sky with just a little bit of cloud. Oh, um, 
I'm, I don't, don't know. Let me guess for uh, the golden dude called Gold. Golden DC Golden Booster Gold. <laughs> Booster Gold. No, that's not the answer I'm looking for. Do you know what I've not done, though? I've not checked whether any of my clues actually apply to any other cards. Okay, second to last clue. I am holding a globe. A spherical thing. <laughs> okay. Um, Ultraman? Nope. I don't know. Last clue. Maybe. I am giant and made of stone. And in the background. Oh. I was thinking all Marvel DC, and it's not. It's Godcatcher. It's the Godcatcher. That's right. So after the first round, Andy has one, one point. It's actually quite. It's actually harder than I thought. It hmm, Godcatcher. Mm. I wish yeah. I knew more about that. Anyway, the Godcatcher, yeah. the famous walking statue. <laughs> it's protection of things for people. Yeah, there was a plague spell that someone cast and they all went walkabout and then when the spell got switched off, they just stopped where they were. It's been hollowed out and turned into a block of flats. True story. (laughs) True story. True story. (laughs) Right, round number two then. Next card. Clue number one. I am surrounded by lightning. Uh, Storm. Nope. Not the one I'm looking for. There are storms surrounded by lightning. Surrounded by lightning, though. Yeah. Let me give you the next clue. My helmet is all shiny. (laughs) Magneto. Nope, not the one I'm looking for. Uh, third clue: I have a prosthetic arm. <laughs> the man who killed Doctor Richard Kimball's wife in the Fugitive. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> prosthetic arm. Um, it wasn't me. I don't care. I love that film. What's what's the it's got to be the all right. Okay, let me think outside of um, superheroes because last time that didn't do me any good whatsoever. Uh, prosthetic arm? Is it? No, take yourself back into. Superheroes. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it um, the win? Oh, oh, the Winter Soldier. No, although actually that's a great point. He does have a prosthetic arm, but that's not who I'm looking for because he's not surrounded by lightning and he doesn't have a shiny helmet. Okay, okay. Um, second to last clue. I am wearing a red cape. Oh, is it Ultraman? Nope. Uh, we there, did, <laughs> there I'm sure we did. There are people screaming at their radio right we now. We did this card. I'm sure we did this card on our um, when we did the live streaming and we like had a close-up of it. <laughs> Shall I give you the final clue? Give me the final clue. I'm spinning my hammer. <laughs> Thor. Yes, it's Thor. We didn't do this card at all when we did the streaming <laughs> special. It's Thor from the Infinity Gauntlet. He's got his golden prosthetic arm. He's got his He's got lightning. Helmet. He's got a shiny oh, helmet. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a red cape. <laughs> right, round number three then. How are you doing at home, folks? Andy's on two points so far. Two out of out two. Of a, out of a possible ten. <laughs> okay, round number three. First clue. I have a blue costume. Cyclops. No. I mean, he does, but he's not who I'm looking for. Let's give you another clue. Aquaman is in the background. Ooh, Superman. Nope. Uh. Ooh. My eyes are glowing red. Uh. Ooh. It's, is it Bizarro? Nope. If you don't get it on this next clue, I'll be enormously disappointed in you. Okay. I am holding... A fiery skull. He's holding a fiery skull. Yeah. Aquaman's in the background. Yeah. 
His eyes are glowing red, and he has a blue costume. Ultraman. Yes. Is that? Is he really got Aquaman in the background? Yes. <laughs> no way. I must have. Oh, I'm not going to look for it now. I didn't. That threw me because, like, I didn't realise that Aquaman was in the background. I obviously yeah, well, they, do not pay as attention as I thought. Oh, that's right. the, yeah, that's the point of the quiz. I'm testing how much attention folks are paying. Yeah, how are you doing at home, guys? Did you get Ultraman? The final clue was I have a red U on my chest, which I think you would have got. Moving swiftly on to round four, then. First clue of round four. I am stood against a cracked wall. Uh, Kitty Pride. <laughs> nope. Uh, next clue. Clue number four. I am wearing green and brown. Banshee. Nope. Next clue. My hair is blonde. Elf Thief. Yes. Oh. Get in. <laughs> next two clues were I am holding a wavy blade and the final clue was <laughs> 20 years wavy blade wavy blade so uh, oh just incidentally I don't know did you notice the title of the last episode oh yes the the uh, the beef eaters have a uh, thing <laughs> you didn't take it in then no I did at the time but um, they they carry a partisan, a partisan. Yeah. Well, there you go. I thought it was called a halibird. No, no, it's got it's distinctive because it's got a spike at the bottom end. It's like it's like got a second weapon element. Oh, there you go. You folks, you would not believe how much time I blew on <laughs> beef eaters. Beef eaters. They, they carry the parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> right on to on to what round are we? One, two, three, four. Round five. This five. is the fifth round. Yeah. Um, so, uh, clue number one. I am carrying a large rifle. Uh, Winter Soldier. Nope. Not who I'm looking for. Let me give you another clue. To my left is a werewolf. Wow, okay, you've just completely thrown me there. A werewolf. Yep. <laughs> Legit. Legit werewolf. Um, rifle is, is not like... Uh, um, Logan Grimnar. Nope. I'm not sure if there's a Logan. Yeah, there is a Logan Grimnar card. Okay, there is. Yeah, yeah. F- further to my left is a swamp monster. What? what? Incidentally, he's uh, he's a character called Man Thing. This uh, swamp monster. Um, negative man. Nope. Next clue. Second to last clue. I'm wearing yeah. a jaunty hat. This is the weirdest Dice Masters card ever. <laughs> Where did you find this? He's wearing a joint jaunty, jaunty hat. hat. Yeah, I love his hat. <laughs> um, I reckon it's DC. I don't know for sure, but I think it's a DC. I'm going to go for Constantine. Nope. Let me give you the last clue. I have a tremendous moustache. Mastermind. Nope. What? Zero points on that round. The answer we were looking for was Dumb Dumb Duggan. Bloody hell, that's been on front of me for months on end. (laughs) I know. Well, you might notice that there's 
a bit of a theme around the last three characters. They're, they're all cards <laughs> I play with. What, 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 werewolves on that card. Yeah, there's a werewolf and, a, and the man things on there. And uh, the mockingbird is with him um, <laughs> as well. He's in a lineup of all these different kind of shield people on a team. There was a <laughs> swamp monster. <laughs> yeah, man thing. It's man thing. <laughs> is that is it was was he one of the what was it he part of the um shield the world war two the bouncing buccaneers or something uh well he was yeah he was in the um M- mcu but he's uh, uh he's modern day in the comic books oh is he yeah Oh, okay, that makes more sense because I was like, I don't remember in the film Captain America, Dum Dum Duggan, a werewolf, a swamp thing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's around now, um, and I'm pretty sure um, the the image on the card is uh, the Howling Commandos, but they're from like a paranormal and extraterrestrial investigation team that he was part of. Well, that sounds be, amazing. I could be wrong on that. Oh, you'd have to f- f- send me over some, like... Yeah, I might have to dig that one out. It was a long dig time Dig out ago. some kind of cut compilation book of that. Around the Civil war time, but I can't remember specifically. I just brought the card up because I can't believe I didn't get that. And do you, I can't, there's do a you want the sixth one, just for fun, to try and recoup some points and on that one? thing on that card. I just thought he was, like, in... Anyway, yes, yes, please. Yeah, go on. We'll do the sixth one. So, uh, first clue on the sixth one. Spider-Man is a secondary character on the card art. Uh, uh, Mary Jane. Nope. Black Cat is also a secondary character on the card art. It's a Marvel card. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Um... Uh... Sidesman, Black Cat. It's probably one that I've played with loads as well, isn't it? <laughs> so, is it a char- it's a character? And there's no basic actions or anything. It's a basic action. It is a basic action. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that changes things. <laughs> what, there's a higher chance you'll know it. If it's a- <laughs> Is it, is, is it anger issues? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, the main character shops at famous fashion brand DC UK. That's not a famous fashion brand, is it? <laughs> it is for this character, the main character of the card art. Um, oh, what's the one with the bolt? With the bolt pump? Power surge, is it? Nope. Okay. Uh, second to last clue it's set in an office this sounds crap as well <laughs> black cat and spider-man in an office i know with... for fact i know for fact you've had this card on a team <laughs> with... i think only a couple of weeks ago <laughs> with with his jumper with dc dc uk i never i never said it was a jumper i just said he shopped at that brand on his hat or like some kind of clothing <laughs> brand. I'll give you a clue. Uh, the uh, the brand is on a mug. <laughs> I haven't got a scooby. 
I, I'll give you the do, last clue. Do. Give me the, the main clue. Ca- the main character of this image has never had their own character card. Oh, by the way, did I mention he's a duck? Investigation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. That goes to show that I do take any notice of the card art or the card text. I just, yeah, there you go. Memory of a sieve. Well, there you go. Uh, well, I just thought because we were planning on talking about the card art on the OP kit that we'd make the quiz about card art. It's good. I was convinced that the first one was Giant Man because that has got buildings in the background. Then he said there was a man with a blue hat and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? I think that's the point is that you just focus sometimes on on the main featured thing of the card and don't really pay attention to what's going on perhaps in the background, you know, other than the character themselves. 100%. That was most enjoyable. Thank you very much. No worries. Okay, well, folks, Andy scored over the six uh, cards that I selected. He scored a grand total of three, four, five, six, three, four, five, six, seven, eight overall. Elf Thief saved my bacon a little bit there. (laughs) Only slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, eight out of a possible 30. (laughs) Uh, Oh, dear. But please do let us know how you scored. I hope you did play along. Have you got the card art aficionado eye for detail that allowed you to succeed in my little card art themed who am I quiz? Or are you like Andy and not really absorbed it? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, after that, we will move on to the outro, I think, shall we? Let's do it. Well, there we go then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Ice podcast has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we certainly did. Yep, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was very excited to see the OP kit. And as you can probably gather, um, I was very excited to see the certainly the art choices. And I was like, oh, I've got that. I've read that issue. And, you know, it just really got my juices flowing. So I was fighting fit and mad for this conversation this week, definitely. Um, As I know you were too. Yeah, I'm buzzing. I cannot wait to get my hands on them and um, put them in a binder and never use them and stare at them longingly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Certainly the Hellfire Gala table presence. We should do that format. I'm going to organise. When when people start getting their hands on them, we'll proxy it, whatever. That that format where Hellfire Gala is a mandatory basic action for everybody. I think that would just be balmy. See how many different ways people can come up with, with... (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? Because there's plenty of stuff about fielding. That Lita, for example, where you turn everything to sidekicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's actual combos that I can think of in my head. All your token, <laughs> all your token makers, like uh, oh god, you know, master squirrel girl. Like uh, thinking golden, I was thinking like squirrel girls and poison ivies. You know what I mean? Just churning out tokens yeah. every turn, like a ticking clock. <laughs> <laughs> with with six Hellfire Gala dice up for grabs for both players. I think that that could just be really balmy and fun. Uh, let us know, folks, if you want us to do that. I'll put something together. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Just uh, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Uh, in the vid- there's a Hellfire Gala video up there where I talk a little bit more about some thoughts and ideas of some combos and stuff. And there's some great comments where people are throwing in some ideas of their own. Um, remember that we usually play a live game 
uh, of Dice Masters over on our Twitch channel. It tends to be a Wednesday or a Thursday night, depending on what we've got going on in our lives. So make sure you're followed so that you get notifications. And that's it, I think. Oh, I'll tell you what, if I could just cross-promote for a moment, if I may be so bold. Please be bold. Um, so there are uh, kind of secondary channel, Mod Extra Games and Collectibles, that uh, I do my sort of Dice Masters nerdy adjacent stuff. Lots of things in there about comic books, other trading card collections, action figures, so on and so forth. It's growing ever so slowly, but I'm really super eager to get myself over the 100 subscribers threshold so that I can have... I just want the unique URL. That's all That's all I want in life, man. It seems to be so much to ask. Um, I'm currently sitting at just short of 40. If there's anyone out there, who could, even if you've got no interest, if you could just go and sling me a subscribe so I can get over that 100 threshold and then, you know, just, just let it let it run its course i'll grow it from there but it's i don't know i was hoping you'd all do it for me for christmas and nobody did go on 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 seriously though joking aside i think there might be some stuff if you're if you're a massive man child nerd like we are um and you have broader interests from the wider church of nerddom then you might find some stuff in there of interest i've got things about gimmick comic book covers which you which you might want to take a look at because that may become relevant for promo cards in the future of dice masters Mm -hmm. um yeah comic book stuff there marvel legends action figures you know so if you're uh, all about that nerd life you might find something to enjoy on the channel so please help me out apply gi joe stuff yeah really into my gi joe uh classified for over at hasbro at the minute so if, if you've got if you're nostalgic about gi joe or well what was action force for us here in the united kingdom it's called action force over here and you want to take a look at what some of the new updated versions of the gi joe figures look like then yeah i've got quite a few reviews because that's like that's like my new thing. Although I managed to get myself a uh, momentary Chris tangent, I managed to get myself a retro card backed rogue figure to go in my gambit. Been after that for ages. They sell they sell on eBay for like 75, 80 quid normally. And I managed so to get you, one Did you take it out of the packet? Yeah. Hundred percent. But was it in the packet? What well, yeah, I bought I bought it new. And then you took it out surely you're supposed to keep it in the packet. Well, you know, some collectors do. I'm not one of them collectors. Okay. I, I like to have them out, pose them up, make dioramas, take photos, do do fun things. In, fa- in fact, our Instagram right now, I mean, you probably have no awareness of this, but our Instagram channel, the, the Ministry of Dice Instagram channel, which I think is actually just under my name. I think it's just, it's just called True Mr. Six or Mr. Six. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's basically just full of photographs of action figures and trading card collections. <laughs> <laughs> the actual Dice Masters content on our Instagram channel is on the l- lower side. <laughs> Instagram, anyway. what on earth is that all about? Uh, photos, sharing photos. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we'll wrap us up there. So thanks for listening, folks. I've been Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. check out our Insta. <laughs> See you next week. No, no, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> bye-bye. Two bye. weeks.
Oh, there he is. Doorbell. There he is. Steve's at your door. Let him in. Hello. My name is Steve DM Armada. Not a lot of people know that. I've gone very Michael Caine now. Let's keep this going whilst uh, there's dead air. I've come to your house to do my English accent. Do do we think that? No. It's probably not Steve because Steve lives in America. You might not know that. Also, it's really annoying because his video, live video stream was like three o'clock in the morning for us and I wasn't going to stay up that late. I'm back. There we go. I filled that whole dead air in with absolute rubbish. I know I could hear I had my Bluetooth uh, oh. still on. Oh, you and your swanky Bluetooth. <laughs> Lovely giggle there. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Homer Simpson. Good, because that's what I was going for. Okay. <laughs> was that Steve at the door? No, it wasn't. It was my daughter returning from Girl Guides. Oh, what a disappointment. <laughs> this could all go in the... There you go. We've got after credits. Hey. <laughs> 